You are listening to the Spark Influence Podcast with Spark Media founders, Peter and Misty Phillip. Spark Influence is a podcast about living a life with intention in marriage, family, ministry, and as business leaders. This show is brought to you by the Spark Media Podcast Network. Visit sparkmedia.ventures for more inspiring podcasts. Welcome to the Spark Influence Podcast. We're glad you're back with us. So we're a little late this week in getting out our podcast, and we're going to tell you why, because it's kind of an interesting illustration of what God can do in your life, and we want to kind of show that and showcase that for you. So the week started off in a fairly normal business week for Misty and I, and then quickly I had hired a company. We live in Houston, right? So the hurricanes were a thing, and we had two dead pine trees in the front yard that needed to be removed. Tree company comes, trees get taken down, fairly pedestrian. But when they were leaving, the main crew leader said, hey, I smell natural gas in your front yard. So, of course, I went outside. I can't find this anywhere. And I ended up buying a combustible gas sniffer. Same day delivery, he started using it in the yard and find right next to my house on the southeast corner of my house by the foundation, there's a huge concentration of gas. Call the gas company, tell them there's a leak. They show up really quick. They were here in like 15 minutes, actually. And they said, yes, you have a leak. It's a huge, we don't understand where it's coming from. They ended up having to dig out six feet of of pipe underneath the brick wall that we have and cut it and pinch it off and cut it out. They came about 4.30 and they ended up leaving at 2 in the morning. But they were very... They were, they were very happy to replace it and said, you know, this was going to get real serious really quick because the gas was leaking up into your foundation, which goes through the wall and then goes up into the walls and accumulates in the attic and then your house blows up. So it's a really good thing. You know, so God saved us. So that was Monday. That was, that was Monday. <laughs> and then... On Tuesday, we got to celebrate with KHCB for the 60th anniversary of the radio station where you can now listen to the Spark Influence podcast at the Uplifted Stream at khcb.org along with other podcasters in the Spark Media community, including the By His Grace podcast. And so that was a mountaintop experience celebrating with them. And then Wednesday comes and... Yet, but to go back to the the KHCB thing, that was a really fun time, right? It was interesting. I loved, they did, we got to watch a live radio drama. They they did the entire broadcast radio drama from... Unshackled, uh, Unshackled right? from the church. It was super fun. It was neat to watch that. Babby Mason brought the house down with her powerful vocals. Yeah, it was incredible. And then, and then Wednesday rolls around. So if you haven't been following the news, Houston has been in kind of a drought, as has the country has. And we had a big storm coming, and it was great because we're going to get inches and inches, and I'm trying to have to stop watering twice a day. And it was definitely, you know, we, I think we got five inches of rain in just like an hour. But they also said, hey, this storm has got heavy lightning, and so just be careful. So we're inside. We have all the curtains open. We're just watching the rain and enjoying it. And uh, my son walks in the room, and when he does, 20 feet outside our back window is our pool, and we hear this humongous explosion. Misty screams. It's so loud. And my son said, I just saw a lightning bolt hit the middle of the pool. So, strangely, uh, some things went off and blinked. But then uh, a few minutes afterwards, we started exploring and realized it fried 
dozens of electronics in our house, maybe more than dozens, maybe 20 or so. We lost a television and an Apple TV, a bunch of pot lights got burned out. All our chargers for most of the chargers for our iPhones and iPads were fried. They don't work. I mean, string lights, routers, power supplies, just my alarm system was fried. It tripped off our pool and our gate and just a plethora of things just wiped, right? But nothing happened to us. No, we didn't feel the charge. Nothing happened to us. And then some things didn't even blink, right? The power didn't go out, but it definitely was a scary, scary situation because it was so close and so loud. But that God, God held us in his hand. and He did. And it, it just passed. Like, all those things are replaceable. They're transient, whatever. It's fine. But nobody got hurt and nobody got any, any damage. And that was just total. That's just a God thing right there. Yeah. So that's why we're coming to you a little bit late this week. But it's a really good example of God's goodness and his protection in the midst of the storm. Today, we're going to talk about our powerful power source that we have with the Holy Spirit. This episode is Stop Listening to Gurus and Follow Your Instincts, or aka the Holy Spirit. So I wanted to start the episode off with a a scripture that we can discuss. But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I said to you. Now, this verse, you know, Jesus is talking about the disciples and that he will remind them of all of his teachings to them, but it's also applicable to us in our lives of believers. I think sometimes we feel like we don't have all the answers, but God has given us the Bible. It's his word, and it tells us everything that we need to live a life of godliness. But sometimes we feel like we have to collect gurus, you know, or or, or sage wisdom from people in the world. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So I like that you titled it that way. Because the world is full of everyone wants to have, everyone's got some angle, whether it's for business or whether it's improve your life, whether it's your mental health, fix your relationship. There's all these so-called, and I'm air quoting, gurus that are going to help you fix this, sort this, make this work, and it's all a process. And it, all of it is really you-centered, right? It puts all the focus on you you're the supreme being in, in your world. You can fix it. You can overcome it. You can do these right. things. It's all, it's all about you. Yada, yada, right? It's all about you. It's very. It's a very narcissistic style approach. But I, I, the Holy Spirit, if we're taking the Holy Spirit, is that the gut feeling, right? It's that, it's that little bit of information. It's that something in your mind is like, that's not right. Or, no, that's not. I know how this works. Or it's it's that... It's that delivery of information that comes from outside of you, but you don't really realize it because it, it's there's an indwelling, right? That's a really powerful thing. That has saved my life <laughs> several times, right? But it also informs much of the things I do in my life. And it's being able to, it's sort of like trying to listen to one, if you're at a party or a crowded room and there's lots of people talking and you want to pick out one person to listen to, you've got to really 
tune and set your ears to say, I'm just going to tune out there. I want to hear that one voice. I want to hear that one voice because it's easy to hear all the noise and the world is a very loud place. We've talked about that a lot, especially these days and especially with the advent of social media and, you know, the thing that was supposed to make us more connected and, and to be able to communicate more has made us more isolated and the world is really, really loud. And if we want to hear the the voice of the Holy Spirit, we have to, as the word says, be still and know that I am God, right? It's it's getting quiet and, and being able to tune out some of that noise. Yeah, the, the death of quiet has, is just wrecking people all the world over, right? There's tons of evidence that that lack of, you know, two things I think that, you know, sort of boredom and quiet. Those are two things that boredom would have been the lack of, external entertainment to occupy your 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 time and your interests that was when you could retreat into your mind and have a conversation and think and ruminate about things gestalting as my mom would say right <laughs> yeah. and sitting there and kind of like just really ruminating through things or dwelling on things or maybe dwelling on scripture or dwelling on a problem that you have where you could take time to sort it out because everything is not sorted out in the moment right and the other side is the Holy Spirit informing that process and decisions, right? So, but, but when it's really loud and you're always distracted, none of those things happen. So if you've always got noise from the world and you're always entertained, you will never take the time or have the time and lose the ability, really, to be able to do those two things, to focus, to internally look, to, to which is really talking to the Holy Spirit and listening for that voice and spending time in the word in a quiet space. That's, I think that's the advent of the closet because you can close the door and be by yourself and no one's going to bug you, right? There's no kids and there's no, there's no television and there's no yard guys and all the noise that goes well with the world. It's just noise. I mean, really actual noise, right? Right. So I think the enemy doesn't have a lot of tactics against us. You know, he comes to discourage us, to distract us, because I think if he can just keep us distracted and entertained, then we're not living on mission for the Lord. And what this podcast is, is is all about living intentionally in, in your family, in your marriage, in your business. So I'd love to ask you, what are some ways that you have seen the Holy Spirit work in any of those capacities to give you that wisdom that, you know, your gifting is discernment, which is one of the giftings from the Holy Spirit. And so I know that, you know, that I've seen that there have just been people that you've met and you've made a judgment call on on their character based on that Holy Spirit given discernment and would come out to be entirely completely true. And at the time I'm like, what? No, they're not. They're nice. And you're like, no, something's off. And sure enough, we found out later. But are there some other instances where you've really were had to rely on the Holy Spirit to to guide and direct you? For sure, right? It's I mean th- that discernment piece is a huge part of I've used it all my life, right? I, I started hearing that when I was younger and learning to listen to it, really, really listen and and pay attention. And it took time to hear that voice and listen to it. And it's not like I hear a physical third person voice in my head kind of thing, but it's just this. It comes into my my subconscious, like I just, I know I can just, I, I can feel it. Like it's, it's a physical thing in my body. Like when it becomes a sermon, I can shake someone's hand and I can know, 
okay, there's something wrong here or there's something bad. Like, I don't always know what it is. And I've told you before at the time, I'm like, I don't know what this is, but there's something here. Like we need to be careful or we should be, you know, we should distance ourselves or whatever. But it's also been super beneficial when it comes to just normal life, like business and in business, it has helped me tremendously be able to absorb a room, read the people I'm working with, understand and, and, and understanding how those interactions should really be or go, right? Or or is it going to go this way? There's some of that is just pure observational, but there is a, a keen part of it that says the Holy Spirit really imparting on me that emotion or feeling that helps me steer and guide me through those interactions. It also keeps the temptation away, right? Because there's always some opportunity that will come up in a business, like, let's do it this way. And you're like, well, that's not really how this should go. And, but yeah, we'll make, it'll benefit us. And and the Holy Spirit's always there going, that's not the right thing to do. Like, no, 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 no. Like, and you know, every moral compass, but it just, it, it, it informs at a different level. It's really hard to describe. Uh, I, I, I wish I had better words. Yeah. You know, I think that the Holy Spirit for me has definitely guided and directed me from, you know, leaving Enron to come home to not work, to take care of the the boys and to homeschool our kids. That was all from the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that was amazing. And it, I, I I can't thank the Lord enough that, that you listened to that. You're, I really like a lot of, you illustrate really well, faith of a child. Like, and I think when the Holy Spirit informs you and when that is imparted on you, you just go. No wrestling, just be like, boom, you make it happen. And that's, look how, look how well that served you, right? Both from our, our kids and our family, right? And our marriage and, and now in business, it's just, you're just crushing it. And it, it, that's that inf- being informed by the Holy Spirit, that gut feeling that, and for you, it manifests differently than me. So yeah, but but I, I want to take a little sidecar here just here for a second and say, you know, I think a lot of the opportunities that I've been given and the doors that have been opened for Spark Media and for me are a direct result. Like I was obedient to the Lord and laid my life down for my family. Sometimes women especially think, you know, they have to do everything and raise their kids and do all these things. And for some women, that's where they're called. For me, it was it was obedient for me to be home, to be with the kids. And I think that God has opened incredible doors for me because of that in a compressed time span. He's accelerated because we're never, it's never too late to follow God and to follow his will for your life. And that's, that's what he wants. He doesn't want us to do things for him as much as he wants us to to be with him. And he is the creator of the universe. So he has all of the creativity. So why wouldn't we pray and ask him what he thinks about our family, our marriage, our business, about anything that we do? He's got the best answers in the world. So I think you just recapped all the theme of all of our episodes, right? And probably our entire, this entire series is that you really, there is no separation. You can't really live a business life devoid of faith, devoid of God. And then say, I'm, I'm a Christian and then have a faith life. That's doesn't, doesn't have any, doesn't touch anything else. Right. You can't isolate those that can't be separated. So yeah, it, they, they all encompass, they work completely together. 
they work hand in hand. And when you do that, they work really well. It works much better. So I'm, I'm glad you went on that little tangent there. It's good. Thanks. You know, I've also seen in consulting with different clients, how people will say, I want to go and take this seminar and I want to do this thing and that thing. And they're, they never get their projects done because they're always learning, but they're never doing. And I think even the word talks about that, about always being, you know, being hearers of the word, but not being doers of the word. And I think that's what um, this episode is about too. It's about stop trying to look externally for validation from other people and other programs and other ways. Instead, do the thing that God has called you to do. And if you need wisdom, if he's called you to do something he's gonna equip you yeah we we have what's the the phrase we like right god doesn't call the equipped he equips the called right so uh, and that's true right stop stop trying to find other people to tell you how there's a there's a learning time and there's a time to gain knowledge and get education but if you use the perpetual educating model you never go anywhere right that's you've got to launch you've got to go eventually and god rewards that because that's as important as having the urge to do it and doing it are the same thing, but there's no reward if you don't do it, right? Well, and that's part of faith is is stepping out even when we're afraid or, you know, hearing from the Lord the thing that we're supposed to do and then acting on it in faith. And I see a lot of people are held back by fear, I think, is, is really what's holding them back or some other emotion that stops them from, you know, starting the business or doing the thing that God wants them to do. And that's uh, that I have, I don't understand that sometimes because unless the failure is like financially catastrophic, where you decide to pull, you know, all your savings out and invest in that hot dog cart and then really make it, and then you just get robbed and your money's gone, your cart burns down and you're, you're in bad shape, right? That, that would be catastrophic. But, but how for, many times have people, has that happened to people? Who rebuild, who, who rebuild. have a drive, who right. don't let those things. It's, you know, we've, we've deviated when I, from, as a society from being a little more resilient and a little tougher. We're a lot softer, right? There's a lot of truth to this, the saying, hard times make strong men, strong men make good times, good times make soft men, and soft men make bad times. So I think we're in the latter part of that, right? Good times has made soft men, and then the soft men have made bad times. And there's a lot of fear. Like it's what you're talking about, right? It's the it's the it's the fear of just even if you fall flat on your face, the people who are really successful keep going. Like they just keep going. They just keep going. They just keep going. They, you know, there's thousands of examples of people who had hard things happen to them, and they didn't just give up. But how many millions do we not know about that are just they tried once, failed, and never did it again? and lived a life of mediocrity and no one knew anything. That's not helping the kingdom because what great could you have done for the kingdom and for the Lord if you had kept going and became super successful and then you could have started charities and mission work. And there's all these things that can flow from these things that never get realized because you stopped once, right? That's, that's a sad, sad thing. And it's not endemic, but it is way more common, I think, today than it used to be. Well, I think there's a lot of people currently in, that are being held back by fear. The COVID lockdowns and the pandemic were 
we're, we're difficult for a lot of people in their mental health. And we're still seeing the effects of that a couple of years later. But I want to encourage people, you know, if you are struggling, if that's something that you're struggling with, if you're struggling to know what your purpose is, get in the Word of God because the Bible is your guide and your handbook for life. And not only that, The Lord has left us here with the Holy Spirit until he returns. And the Holy Spirit is our teacher and our advocate. And I think that goes back to the verse that we started this, this episode in John 14, where Jesus says, but I'm going to leave you with the Holy Spirit and with the power that we have the indwelling power. You, you talked about that a little bit, the indwelling power of the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. If we understood where we were as believers, I think positionally, because the Bible says that that Christ is seated at the right hand in, in power and glory. And if we're in Christ, then we have victory in 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 Jesus. Correct. I mean faith can move mountains. I don't know that we have the depth of faith that in the Holy Spirit dwelling in us and what we're capable of. I don't I don't think we ever really realize that. We think of it as you know, uh, the Holy Ghost is right here. He's beside me and helping me. Like that's you know that's not it. That's not the it's not that simplistic. It is he is God. Right, but he's not. It's it's a the yeah. Trinity. The Trinity. That's a whole. That's, that's a whole other episode. That's such a. That's such a. That's a tough topic, but, and it's a mystery. I look forward to having a conversation with, you know, in the afterlife there to understand this better. But, I mean that you, you kind of that's you nailed it right. It's we have this amazing gift, undeserved, right? But still there for us to tap into and to really inform and help us live the life that is intended for us. You know, that actually reminds me of Second Peter 1, 3 through 5, which says in the ESV, it says, His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence, by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises so that through them we might become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desire. There you go. Better not could say it. <laughs> yeah, the Bible kind of does have a better way of saying yeah, things, doesn't it? I but I love that it's it's this divine power that has given us everything that we need to live but we have to tap into that power. So we have to tap into that power by being in the word. We have to to tap into that power by, like what you said, by being still and being quiet and tuning out all the noise of the world and in worship and in prayer and praise. And I think probably the, the biggest thing I think for uh, people to take away from this episode today is to be still and to be quiet. Wouldn't you say like, stop collecting gurus and start getting quiet before the Lord? Yeah. There's only one book you need to read really to find out what you're, what, where you are, where you're going and what you need. We all know what that book is, right? So yeah, but quiet is important. I think 
it's very underrated and it's not practiced, but you know, just try to give yourself 15 minutes of pure silence a day and let yourself sort of ruminate on the word gestalt on the word meditate, whatever words you want to use to, to, to have your thinking about it and just have that quiet and see what it does. Do it for three weeks and see what happens. You'd be surprised what the quiet can do for you. Yeah. I, I tend to take longer than 15 minutes because baby steps because I live with you. So therefore I need longer. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I'm just a train wreck and I need more time with Jesus because it, it really is the thing you can tell when I'm in the word more than when I'm in the word less. Right. Because the word is alive and active and it can't help, but indwell us and change us. Yeah. It's definitely your daily bread. A hundred percent. And it, it, it's important. It is important, especially in the day that we're living in today. Shields Up. Shields Up. I love that. That's the book. Shields Up. So, Peter, I'd love for you to have the last word on today's episode. What would you say to encourage someone who may be feeling like they're stuck and that they are not confident in following the Lord or or stepping out in faith? What wisdom would you share with them to stop collecting gurus and Besides getting in the word and all the things that we've talked about, is there is there something else you'd like to share with the listeners before we depart? Yeah, I think I'll refer back to what, what I was talking about earlier about trying to listen to the Holy Spirit, right? Just move, just do something. Let The, the Holy Spirit will inform as you go, right? And I use the word inform specifically instead of saying it will talk to you or the Holy Spirit will, you know, and guide you and he pulls your arm to the right when you're supposed to go right and left. That, that's not going to happen. But just try or do something. Just get off the dime, right? Even if it's, even if it's just a, a really, really small thing, small successes make really big successes. Like, so if you just do really small things continuously, keep going, keep going really small, then the success is built and the confidence builds. And before you know it, it's like that one step at a time kind of thing, right? How do you walk a mile? Take one step and just in wait and see, and how did that go? Okay. Nothing happened bad. Let's go and do the next one and just have those victories. And if you fall down, then stand back up and say, you know what? That's just one little scraped knee. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. There's not much really that can, there's, there's nothing really that bad in these kind of failures, except education. They teach you things. Right. That's right. You know, when the boys were young, I didn't want them to fail as their mom. And so I tried to bubble wrap them and protect them. And you would say, let them fail, let them fail, let them fail. Because it is in our trials and our difficulties that God is molding us and shaping us into the person that we need to be. And so failure is just an opportunity for us to learn resilience and perseverance. And it conforms us to the image of Christ. Absolutely. I could give analogies for the next 30 minutes if you want, but uh, I think the gist of it is, is that right. It's the conforming into what he wants. So listen to the Holy spirit. It may tell you things you don't want to do, but you know, go do them. Give them a shot. Yeah. Do them anyway. Well, until next week, I encourage you to go spark your influence. Amen. Amen.